All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know how to start anymore. Are you recording? I am recording. I think we just started. <laughs> I did that thing that you don't like doing. I hate when you do that. Yeah. Hi, hi everybody. Hey! <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Why are you and I'm here with Kyle. Welcome to the a Better Answer Podcast. We're here. Tell us why do you feel overwhelmed? Uh, well, right before we start recording, Kyle, what? It was like a gift. Yep. And felt I felt loved and cared for and provided for, and that made me feel awkward. Okay. Say more about the awkward how. Like, <clears throat> like I shouldn't, shouldn't. Shouldn't have it. Yeah. I don't know. I need I need you to lead this conversation more. <laughs> yeah. I'm you doing my best. Unworthy? Yeah. Can unworthy. we use that word? Yeah. I felt unworthy. Maybe that's maybe that's what this episode yeah. is about. Yeah. Unworthy. What do I do what when do you, feel unworthy of something? Yes. What do you do when you feel unworthy? Somebody gives you something, does something for you. Right. And you go, I don't deserve this. Right. Yeah. Like someone pays for your lunch and you're like, oh, no, you don't. No, don't do that. Or, you know, gives yeah. you the gift for Christmas that you really wanted or something. Yeah. Or even like think about relationships. Like if somebody you like likes you back and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm really allowed to, you know. Yeah. I think it extends beyond just actual gifts. Okay. Um, here, here can tend to be why we feel unworthy. Yeah. And I think... Let's just call it that. Uh-huh. And let's say that everybody, yep. everybody, except for narcissists, <laughs> struggle with feeling unworthy. Do narcissists not struggle with that? No. Wow. No, they struggle with why 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 don't you give me more things for mm. free? So <laughs> so if I wanted if I were to be asking to never feel unworthy, yeah. I'm asking to be a narcissist. No, 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 no. <laughs> no not in in and of yourself. Okay. 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 In and of yourself. In your broken humanity, yeah. when something happens for you, a lot yep. of times you'll feel unworthy because you'll go, I don't deserve this. Yep. A lot of times it can tap into a sense of feeling um, unknown. Okay. Like if people really knew me, they know I don't deserve this and they would agree mm. that I don't deserve it. Okay. So now I'm terrified. Yep. As I've gotten this good thing that you yep. might find out that I'm really not that great. And so yep. you shouldn't have given it to me. And you'll regret it's yeah. that whole mental spir- spiral starts. Now, let's talk about why it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and to understand that, we have to say we don't live in a neutral universe. Okay. By that, I mean it's not <clears throat> just like a nice, calm, neutral environment. We have an enemy, okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, And the enemy wants to lie to us. I was talking to my kids about this the other night. Yep. And uh, I said, you know, t- I mentioned the father of lies is mm-hmm. what Jesus calls the enemy. He's mm-hmm. the father of lies. And they were like, what? Yeah. The father of lies. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. This is the reality of the world you live in is there right. are lies all around you that want to convince you to do things that will take you away from God, not towards him. Okay. So you have okay. to sit and you might go like, man, are you talking about the devil and, you know, 
pitchfork and reds <laughs> hat whatever yeah like, no i'm not it's so much worse than that yeah it's the father of lies right but if you're going to apply biblical knowledge you have to look at the whole thing mm-hmm. and it comes from this perspective that you and i live in a world in which we are constantly lied to and the lie mm-hmm. with unworthiness mm-hmm. has to do with a concept called receiving okay <clears throat> the whole point of you feeling unworthy is to stop you from receiving okay. now what do i mean by receiving um, if I give you a gift, mm-hmm. I make something for you, I wrap it up. Yep. Uh, I have to, there's a moment where I say, Hey, I got this for you. And then I hand it over. Yep. And when I hand it over, what do you have to do? I have to receive it. You have to take it. You're like, Oh yeah. Well, well thank you. Yeah. Actually. Is this yeah. for me? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you shouldn't have. Right. You know, <clears throat> that's what you think. Right. Um, that's actually an incredibly receiving gifts is an mm-hmm. incredibly important spiritual skill totally yeah to have totally um the entire story of god is that you and i don't deserve what we are given by right. god okay so then aren't i technically not worthy right on a technical like if we if we talk about jesus yeah and if you're listening like if jesus came because we do make mistakes yeah and decided to live a perfect life and die so that we could believe in him and be reconnected with God. Yeah. We literally did not deserve that. Correct. (laughs) So (laughs) then, uh, then I am unworthy. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's like the thought process. Okay. That's, I think this is a great point. Yeah. Cause this is the mental place people get stuck in. Yeah. And why they refuse to receive. Now, let's talk about, before I, before I go deeper into that, let me talk about what happens when you don't receive. Okay. Okay. When you don't receive, you have two choices when it comes to God. Yeah. Option one is I'm not going to receive the free gift you give me of your love because I don't deserve it. I didn't, I didn't earn it. Uh, I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to receive that you, that you love me, which is going to prevent relationship. I'm um, going to keep me from a full life. All these horrible things are going to happen. If I don't get there. So my two options are one, give up, don't try. Okay. Okay. So you just walk away from God, Right. whatever. Right. I can't do this. I don't want it. I'm yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Or try to earn it. Mm. And there are huge, massive systems of religion built around people trying to earn right. God's favor, right. earn being worthy. I will okay. so perform for you, God, that I will, I will, I will become worthy. Mm-hmm. I will earn the gift. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, except that you can't. <laughs> right. Nothing you can ever do right. could ever earn it, right? That's the that's the fundamental <clears throat> problem. And so you have to, if you're going to grow in your faith, you have to come to a point where you go, what do I do mm-hmm. when I know and feel inside of me that I'm not worthy of God loving me, giving me a gift, whatever mm. it is, okay. but he does anyway. Gotcha. Okay, so we're going to talk about, which I have not processed yeah. What do you do when you actually hit that thought? Yeah. How do you process it and what do you do next, right? Yeah. You know what's funny is I've I have counseled people to receive gifts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here I am I'm like, uh <laughs> huh. Um and I know there's the there's like in, in terms of earning, there's that verse where the some Jewish people are asking, like, what do we need to do? to earn like salvation or to do the works of God or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says like bluntly, he says, um, the only work God wants from you is for you to believe in the one he sent, which is himself, Jesus. Yes. And that's it. 
Yes. And I've used, I've talked to our, my group about that of like, as sim- like that's as simple as the gospel gets. It's just like receiving, receiving Jesus, believing in him. That's it. It was the yeah. biggest piece that I was missing in my faith. I didn't mm-hmm. have until my early twenties is I, I had somehow missed it. I, I'd missed, I thought that the gospel was saved by grace and then earn it mm. through performance <clears throat> for the rest of your life. Pay okay. God back, make it worth the investment. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I found out that it's not that. Right. That my job is to receive that he yeah. just loves me because he, yeah. he just loves me. Yeah. And that he, in this profound mystery, is able to see me in my sin and save me in it. And the same exact time when that happens, I take on the identity of Christ, this perfect mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at me and he goes, actually, I love you and you're qualified and you're worthy of me loving you. Mm. And so you, mu- you come to this moment where you go, um, what, <laughs> what do I do when the God of the universe disagrees with me Mm. about whether I'm worthy or not. <laughs> do I tell him he's wrong? Right. <clears throat> or do I say, thank you. Right, right, I'll, right. I'll take whatever you have for me that I didn't earn. Okay. Okay, so, but but I know that I do make mistakes. Yeah. Like, I am a believer in Jesus. I am beloved, chosen, redeemed, forgiven. And we've talked about, like, I have unique qualities given to me by him, creator, shepherd, uh, finder of beauty, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. But I know I make mistakes. I know I fall short of those things. And yeah. yet I'm still like, I'm still supposed to live worthy. And like, let me be clear. I want that. I want to live like I am worthy. Right. Yeah. But like the, the reality, I know, like I know how broken I am. You know, I know yeah. I'm not who I don't live out. Let me clear. I don't live out who God made me to be. Yeah. And that sucks, you know? Yeah. You don't always live it out, but sometimes you do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there are like daily mistakes, you know? You, you don't, mm-hmm. you know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what, like, how do you, those live together. Yeah. Somehow God looks at me because you're worthy and justified and who I made you to be. And you do make mistakes. Right. I want to live in the freedom <laughs> of the first part. <laughs> yeah. So you, the way to live in the freedom of the the first part is to agree with who God says you are. Which we, we have talked about. We've before. talked about that, right? Because it's a big idea. Yeah. Um, big thing to do. I'll read you a couple of Bible verses. This is probably the moment to bring in, bring in scripture mm-hmm. and we can look at it together. Okay. Um, Colossians 1 12. I'm going to jump into a run on thought. Typical yep. of Paul, <laughs> so many commas. And right. so in, it's just a long time. Yep. Okay, jump into it. Um, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us hmm. to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Hmm. What is the inheritance of the saints in the light? That is the favor, pleasure, righteousness of God given to us freely through Jesus. Hmm. God has qualified <clears throat> us. The Father has qualified us to be okay. partakers. Partakers means receivers. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. taking it. It's an inheritance. Right. Inheritance is a gift. Here's the thing. You didn't earn this. Right. You know, I think about hmm. all the, the worst connotations of people who receive inheritances and they, you know, get these um, funds that they live off of and they're these rich kids who go to Fiji mm-hmm. every month or I don't know. You think of these people like, they don't deserve it. They didn't, right. they didn't earn it. Right. They just inherited their father's wealth. Right. 
well, yeah, that's us. <laughs> We're right. actually those those kids. Yeah, yeah. Who get this thing that we didn't we didn't earn. Um, but this verse actually says that the Father has qualified us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it means that the father came along and looked at us and he went, I don't really care what you think about your mistakes or what you've done. Yeah. I'm saying you are qualified to receive my power, my glory, my love, my protection, mm-hmm. um, my sustaining of you. You're, you're, you're qualified for it simply because I say that you are. Yeah. And this yeah. is the God who, remember, <clears throat> spoke reality into existence. Right. So when he says something is... <laughs> it is. It is, yeah. Fundamentally. That is wild. Okay, so God is the one who qualified me. Yeah. Which means, okay, so I didn't qualify myself. No. So there's no point in me trying to qualify myself. And, yeah. And, but we've also talked about we can cause real damage in this world, right? Yeah. And I, I could live the rest of my life like that and still... Mm-hmm be a believer in Jesus who goes to heaven and, and like is fully redeemed, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so now what about, I don't know if this is too too technical of a question, but <clears throat> so let's say I, wor- I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that I am seen as worthy and technically made worthy before God. Mm-hmm. And yet, I get really disappointed when I don't live into that. Yeah. But I think it's also because I don't believe I am free to live into it. Yeah. So I don't know, like, how do I move that direction? The people, like, if we could speak to the people who are, like, listening right now and, like, okay, yeah, maybe I am technically justified and um, uh, worthy and everything before God, but you don't know what I'm capable of. You don't know what I did. You don't know what I'm like. You don't know what happened to me in my past. Mm-hmm. I want to move forward from that. The only way to move forward is to is to start with the Father. Mm-hmm. Go, yeah, I don't know all those things, but do you yeah. know who does? Yeah, God. Yeah, He knows all those things. Right. He knows all your past. He knows, according to Scripture, He knows all your your future too. Mm-hmm. So He doesn't yep. just know every mistake you've already made. Right. He knows the mistakes you're gonna make tomorrow. Yep. And the day after that, for the mm-hmm. whole rest of your life, and He saw mm-hmm. all those from the very beginning before you were ever born, and went, "I forgive right. you, yeah. and I love you, and I'm yeah. qualifying you." To inherit my po- my power, my glory, and take on my very name. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to adopt you as mm. my child. Wow. You're going to get my last name. You're going to live in my house. Right. That's that's basically what he's what he's doing. Yeah. And for us, part of the reason we stop sometimes can be because when you just receive, mm-hmm. it is a position where you are not in control. Yep. And that can be terrifying for people. So the reason a lot of us go to the place where we try to earn it mm-hmm. is because then we're in control. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to rely on God. Totally. I can earn it <clears> for <throat> myself. I don't have to get an inheritance. I don't right. have to receive gifts right. from you. I've, I've, I've provided for me. Mm. But that's not the biblical story. Yeah. The biblical story isn't God says, hey, I want you to go provide for yourself. Right. He says, I'll actually provide for you. What I want from you is to trust me mm-hmm. that I do love you. Yep. that I have qualified you. And then I want you to just go do the stuff I've asked you to do. Mm. I'll take care of you. And if I can believe that, then I, then I can live free. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, a freedom and dependence on God. Mm-hmm. That's kind of mm-hmm. where this ultimately tracks to. There's a it's, verse about that. What is it? The, the weakness and when, when you are weak, yeah. God shows up perfectly or something like that. His yep. power shows up perfectly. My power is made perfect in weakness. Yes. That is Second Corinthians. I'll look it up. So yeah. 
See, I know, I know some scripture, Kyle. You, yeah. you think you think you're the keeper of all the scripture here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I've always said. I'm the keeper of all scripture. Uh, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. This is Paul talking about what God said to him. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. In this one verse mm-hmm. is this whole conversation wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Weakness means there's something in me that goes like, but I don't deserve it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not really worthy. That's the yeah. unworthiness aspect. But what Paul's saying is, hey, if, if what God gives in exchange for weakness and unworthiness is his power yep. and yep. his grace. Yep. Okay, well then I'll embrace mm-hmm. that I don't have what it takes to earn it, but you're going to give it to me anyway. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's the that's kind of the way to lean into it is to go um God, I will take whatever you have for me and just receive. And so mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to apply this, how do you get past unworthiness in your life? Yeah. You need a daily habit <clears throat> of receiving from God. Okay. A daily moment where you ask him to provide everything that you need mm-hmm. and you thank him yeah. for giving you everything that you need. Mm. The great news is that Jesus gave us a prayer mm. and in the very middle, he said, pray for your daily bread. Give okay. us today our daily bread. Yeah. When you're doing that, you're asking for a gift to receive. Give me. Mm-hmm. Give me what I need today. Right. And if every day you'll wake up and you'll just do that. And if you have a moment where you feel like, oh, but I'm not worthy of it. And you just have that conversation. You say, God, I feel like I'm not worthy. Yeah. Would you give me grace today? Would you help me see me the way that you see me today? And then you you keep going forward. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do you care if I read a story that I was reading this weekend? Um, <clears throat> is it a good one or is it a bad story? <laughs> if it's a bad story, I don't want to. <laughs> it's, it's a story Jesus tells. Okay, good story then. <laughs> so it's in Luke 18. Um, I'm just going to read it. So this is Jesus speaking. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer, saying, I thank you, God, that I am not like other people, cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I'm certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give you a tenth of my income. Mm-hmm. Back to Jesus. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, Oh God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. Jesus speaking again. I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something there to this mm-hmm. um, specifically with the way the tax collector knows he knows he's broken same way yes. that I'm talking about I know I'm broken yep. I know I make mistakes and yet I can go I can turn to God in weakness right mm-hmm. like we just talked about and go God <laughs> help me I need help mm-hmm. and he something in there is like I think God loves it because we can recognize that this is not what he designed for us right so yeah yeah. The, the person who can recognize they have a need yeah. is the one who gets that need met by God. Yeah. The person who doesn't recognize they have a need never gets it met by God. Mm-hmm. They try to meet it on their own. Okay. And so when it comes to unworthiness, I would go, don't let that stop you from mm-hmm. receiving right. from him. Right. Allow it to be the thing that 
you interpret as your qualification to receive. In that verse that you pointed us to, 2 Corinthians 12, uh, mm-hmm. t- uh, second, sorry, 2 Corinthians <laughs> 2, 12, 2 Corinthians 12, I can't even say it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Paul says it somewhere. Nine. Second you know, Jesus, 12, says, nine. Jesus says, it is written. Should have yeah. just said that. It is written. Oh, he does do that, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. One time I, I told a friend, like, I, <clears throat> I can never say the exact verse. Yeah. And he looked back at me and said, you know, Jesus just says it is written. If he says that. Right. And I'm like, then I'm good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, because back, back, in, back in his day, right. the, the Torah didn't have like chapter and verse. Oh, man. <laughs> it wasn't even markings Well, now on you... All right. we, we added those later yeah, just to help right. us True. find stuff better. True. Yeah, but that, but that verse, 2 Corinthians 12, yeah. 9, is the, is the flip on it. Mm-hmm. It's to take that feeling of, of unworthiness and say, man, I, I, I am weak, and then go... Yeah. God, I'm going to choose to believe that this is what qualifies me to receive from you. My grace is sufficient for you, for my mm-hmm. power is made perfect in weakness. Yeah. Paul says, therefore, I'll <clears throat> boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. In other yeah. words, yeah, I, I am, but mm-hmm. you exchange power for this. Yeah. So God, I've got it in spades and I'll receive anything you want to give mm. me. That's, that's the mode you have to sink into. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so... To summarize a little bit, we are we are qualified by God, right? Mm-hmm. So He makes us worthy. Yes. So then, as a believer in in Jesus, I am worthy. Yeah. Whether I believe it or not doesn't it, it, you know it matters for me figuring life stuff out. But it doesn't matter if I believe it or not because it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, the step to take is going to God and talking to Him about my weaknesses and receiving it as his uh, way to provide for me. Yes. And it's the fight that thing in you that says the lie that I can't receive it. That says you have to earn it. You mm. didn't, you didn't earn this. Okay. So you can't take it. Okay. Don't take it. Be, be cautious. Feel weird about it yep. because you didn't earn it. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't earn it. Yeah. God's giving it to you anyway. Mm. Um, there, there are these like, seeming paradoxes or contradictions in mm-hmm. scripture all over the place. Yep. Uh, Jesus says, he who wants to be first <clears throat> will be last. Yeah. Yep. And if you're last, you'll be first. Yeah. That's, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. There's one around this idea and it's the very next verse, second Corinthians twelve ten. Paul says, that's why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults, hardships, persecutions, difficulties for when I am weak, Mm-hmm. then I am strong. Yeah. And it's that, it's that seeming paradox. Yeah. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. How, how in the world, how, right. how does that work? How, how can that possibly right. be true? Right. It's because when you embrace it, you're weak, you recognize that God yeah. can give you power, can give yeah. you strength for it, and you just say thank you when he does. Yeah. Okay. To, to end, I'm going to share a little bit about my story when I came to know Jesus. Um, I was, it was before college, right before college, my mm-hmm. mom gave me this book. It was, it's basically the Bible and novel format. It's called The Story. If you want to know the full story of the Bible in a more approachable way, highly recommend you look at this up. Just look up The Story. That's what it is. Um, And I was in Michigan with my dad for vacation. Um, And I always heard people say they follow Jesus. And that didn't make any sense to me. Like, what are you following? Where are you going? Where is he? (laughs) Where is he? I thought he died. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And that never made sense to me. Nobody ever talked to me about a relationship with Jesus. I had gone to church sometimes, dabbled uh, different denominations. And 
I read everything. I was Googling everything. I read it for like the entire week, um, Googling crazy stuff. And I finally got to the spot where Jesus died on the cross and it clicked for me. And I was like, oh, oh, he, he died for me. Yeah. And like he chose that. He chose to die for me. Yeah. And it already, it already happened. Like it doesn't matter if I don't think I deserve it. Or he, he, he already died for me. Yeah. All he wants me to do is believe in him. Yeah. And of course he rises from the dead and he is alive and he brings us back alive. And so to anybody who feels like God doesn't actually want them, he already chose that he wants you. He already died on the cross for you and all he wants from you is to believe in him. Mm-hmm. So that's, Believe yeah. means I say, yes, I receive yes. Receive that, it. And I say, uh-huh. thank you. 100%. I'll, I'll take it. Not because yes. I've earned it, but because you want to give it to me. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. When I'm weak, then I'm strong. Yep. That's how it works. Great. You want to end with anything else? No. I mean, this, this conversation today, I think, was a... Um, it, it's one of those topics that can feel nebulous. It does feel nebulous. And it's... It feels sneaky. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And so I could feel, you know, maybe somebody gets to the end of this episode and is like, okay. <laughs> but this is, this is part of the, the yeah. mystery of faith. Mm-hmm. And if you're not yep. willing to wrestle through, what does it mean totally. that when I'm weak, then I'm strong? What does it mean that right. my weakness and my unworthiness qualifies me to receive God's power, grace, name, yeah. and righteousness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, then you're not going to get very far. I think you yeah. have to sink into it. You have to soak <clears throat> in it. You have to think about it. You have to pray totally. about it. Totally. And you have to do that repeatedly over the long haul. Mm-hmm. And eventually, as you do that, you will day by day learn how to receive. Right. And right. you'll have what is one of the most important yep spiritual skills you can possibly mm. build. I think it's a great, great spot to end because you guys listening are getting a live window into pursuing Christ through a mentorship relationship. It's not, I'm not, we're, we never said it's easy and mm. there is wrestling. There are things that took me months or years to learn. And I'm only seven years into my faith journey. How, how, how many years for you? When I really decided to follow Jesus, Probably 21. 21. You're at 21 years now? Yeah. That's awesome. So, and you wrestle, right? Yeah. Yeah. It I takes started, wrestling. I think I started reading scripture consistently eight years before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So almost 30 years into it. I hadn't really thought about that. Wow. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But the point is it does take wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. It takes wrestling and it, take, it, it takes you pushing through. <laughs> Culture doesn't help us sink into hard ideas and wrestle with them. No, they, they want, want you to, to move us, on. The the little uh, quick fix, quick fix, feel better, seven words or less yeah. thing that you just look at and yeah. you you immediately yeah understand whatever. Yeah. And um, you know, a lot of the Bible is seven words or less. Mm-hmm. You still got to think about it, right? Totally wrestle with it, apply it. That's what we're gonna leave you with. Sweet. Hey, we love you guys. See you next week. Bye.